Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Hey, welcome to the Steve and Crypto Show presented by the thestevestrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm CryptoZoo. We have reached episode 78. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We are very excited. We are just days away from what is probably our, our favorite convention in the Northwest, which is Seattle CryptoCon. Yes, and you know, not, not hating on anybody on, on any other cons. You know, we love going to conventions but this one just is like a special place to us steve was trying to get me to go for years and it never worked out and then finally last year i finally was able to go for the first time and i love it and this year is looking even better than last year it's like our home con yeah before we get into that like i said is like you mentioned crypticon this is our crypticon preview episode uh, we have a few guests joining us to tell us about their uh couple vendors and artists that's going to be at Crypticon presenting and they're telling us about some of the stuff they have, what they're going to be offering, what they're bringing. And they do have online sales available for, of course, not everybody listening is here in the Northwest going to be able to go to Crypticon, but they can still check out these creators and, and enjoy their work and maybe support their work. So that's cool. But um, there's ways to support us. You You can head over. That's right. You can buy us a coffee. You can head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto, which is a tip and service. It's a great way to support a podcast like ours, a great way to just uh, contribute to the show as a whole. It helps out in many, many ways. It helps to improve our gear. Uh, We use it for promotions. We, you know, may use it for uh, something involving Crypticon coming up. There's a lot of different things that it goes towards. And we thank everybody who has contributed so far. So, again, that's buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. And we also thank everybody who has been supporting us on social media, sharing our posts, making their own posts about the show, telling everybody about Stephen Crypto show. If you're not following us already, find CryptoZoo88 and find the Steve Strout and follow us both on Instagram and Twitter. And we do have a Facebook group as well dedicated to the Stephen Crypto Show where you could jump in there and join the conversation. You could post stuff. Um, if you're working on anything cool, please share it in there. Let us let us know. Let us see it. If we like it, maybe we'll even have you on the show. If anything, there would be some like-minded people in there hanging out and, and see it too. Yeah. Yeah, we have quite a few people that uh, contribute to it like every week. And it's great to see some of the things that they post. And, you know, it's um, quite often like pieces of comic books, you know, that they're working on or or um, maybe a, a song from an album. We've had you know, a few filmmakers in there. Yeah, yeah. Any, so. Any, filmmakers it's always cool. even even if you can't contribute yourself just go check it out and just become a member and 
and follow the group and and uh, there's lots of cool stuff that that you'll find through there and another way that you can contribute to the show is by heading over to our patreon which is patreon.com slash steve crypto and you can access some great great content that we we already have a few videos out there we we have Maybe something not great, else coming great. up let's go with good <laughs> Let's go uh, entertain. So, How about entertaining? Should I like lower the bar? Be like some mediocre content. There's some shit over there. I don't know. <laughs> no, I say um, I say entertaining. I don't like to. I don't know. I'm my own worst I critic, okay. so I don't yeah, call us great. Right? I like. All right. Even though we did Maybe get nominated, like that, we did but, get uh, nominated for the Rondo Hat and Classic Horror Awards, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. We're in good company, I but I think yeah. we're just entertaining. Yeah. I don't need to All be right. great. So if you want some entertaining contents you can head over to our patreon great sound cooler though yeah i was just trying to you know hype it up a little bit um but uh patreon yeah, so yeah patreon.com slash steve crypto we have a few things over there now there's something that we're working on at at this moment um we'll uh we might have something new fairly soon so but yeah go check it out yeah do it you can just uh pledge any amount as low as a buck a month to whatever and uh it gives you access to some the, the we post a lot of stuff there and you get first access to it before general public does and there's some stuff that just stays exclusive like uh pretty soon uh well actually we just shared some uh little video clip like a teaser for uh crypto's family vacation he went on a couple weeks ago in las vegas and we're gonna have a mini episode up there pretty soon about that you know tell us all about the shenanigans him and the lady and the kids got into and booger eating dinosaurs and <laughs> gambling and the strip clubs with the babies and whatever other kind of stuff they got into but uh <laughs> yeah there's you could also uh look cool by wearing our our swag, our gear. We got some Steven Crypto gear. We got a couple different t-shirt designs. We got a mug, which I just seen Crypto sipping off of. And every time he does, he gets this glow and, and I, he I, smiles I, and he gets I happy. Get lost. I get lost in the moment. And like rainbows shoot out of the mug and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. I think he just... Rainbows <laughs> might shoot out other places too when you drink I, out of this cup. I, but if you're wearing pants, you can't really see that. Yeah. Every time he sips it, he like has an orgasm or something. I don't know, but <laughs> you remember that that SNL clip orgasm guy? You remember that? Uh, no, it was stupid. You know, but it was kind of funny. Probably. It Rob Schneider. You know, it was back in the nineties. If it like, was Rob Schneider, it was stupid. He'd be like, "Oh, beer in a bottle." Oh. Yeah, yeah, pretty dumb. Anyways, anyway, yeah, <laughs> we have a uh, merch. Uh, you can head over to Etsy and search for Steven Crypto and it'll pop up the Steven Crypto merch shop. And uh, I think I still might have some of the, the trucker style hats left, which are available directly through me. So you could just track me down and, and shoot me a message and we could figure out how to get you one of those. Ooh, maybe I'll have a couple of those with me this Friday at the show. Might, might. I, I might just might have a few there. So if you're local, you could grab one at the Ubiquitous show this Friday, May 20th in Fort Hadlock, yeah, Washington, that is. CryptoZoo is performing with a national touring uh, 
hip hop headliner. And yeah, ubiquitous success crew. This is his return to the Northwest after a few years. Um, I mean, well, he's probably had like a Seattle show or something, but this is his return to yeah. our neck of the woods. You know, he hasn't been out here since Sess Crew was here in like 2018. Right. So how yeah. how how uh, cool does it feel to be able to open a show for one of like your favorite performers? It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. I got to say, like, I, I don't, this goes across the board, like anybody in music, like, I don't care how good you are if you're an asshole. And uh, UB, Ubiquitous, is far from that. Yeah. He is a, a very nice guy. Um, even before opening for him, this is probably like my third time, um, just meeting him at a show once, you know, like my friend and I were going to take a picture with him and we handed the phone off to somebody and they ended up taking some video and they meant to take a picture. And he was like, that's going to be some funny footage later. And, you know, he was like telling the guy, take your time, take a couple pictures, whatever, you know, and he definitely gives time to everyone that he bumps into, you know? Yeah. And, um, I mean, another show in Seattle, I, I was there with some local people and we were all kind of huddled around a car out front and talking and waiting for the show. And he just came out and surprised us and just kind of jumped into the circle for a minute, you know, and the circle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, I, I mean, I've opened for him twice in no, once or twice in Spokane. And, um, uh, that was a really fun experience uh, back when he was in his group and uh, it, it was cool. Cause they let us like come out on the stage with them. And I stood off to the side and recorded a good portion of their set. And this is to let anybody listening know, like if you haven't seen a Sesquire show or a ubiquitous show, just what they're about, um, you know, they're, they're no longer a duo now, but UBI still kind of, you know, holds the same energy live. Um, back then they did, I want to say like an hour and a half set. And then at the end, they just asked this crowd out in Spokane, what do you guys want to hear? And people just started shouting out names of songs and they played them. And, you know, at one point they jumped out into the crowd and started like rapping in the middle of everybody, you know, standing around them and, and then like they just they really interact with the people that show up for them That's cool. so yeah I, I like when performers are still on the level that they can safely do that <laughs> you know what I yeah mean? there's some people that that you can't know it's not gonna happen <laughs> right but it is cool i mean I, I like to see these performers that work hard like that make it to the level where they can't but let them let them hang out on this level for a little while and yeah. Went over some fans first, but yeah, when they were cool. here in 2018, you know, here in Port Townsend, um, they were on the catastrophic event specialist tour because, um, when they were a group, all of their albums, they would name them. So like the first letters, you know, were CES. Right. So, so it all fit with their name. Yeah. 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 So, um, they had that tour. It was them and Gmo ski and, just this is just veering left a little bit about Gmo that particular show. Uh, a lot happened that night. Um, <laughs> Gmo is known as like a filth rapper, and he this was his second time here. Um, some of the people that showed up 
didn't know what they were getting into when it came to his set. And I was kind of thinking like before the show, like, all right, this is a coin toss. They're either going to love him or hate him. And they ended up loving him. You know, like he made them laugh. I mean, not only is he a, a very talented MC and he has a lot of background in like the team backpack scene. That's where I found him. Um, so the dude can rhyme, but he he's just cracking jokes up there the whole time as well. And, you know, um, he brought a good, good vibe. Sescrew brought a good vibe. And that's exactly what's going to be happening this Friday. That's right. Friday, the 20th. Yep. May 20th. Port Hadlock, Washington for all you. Port Hadlock. Northwest um, listeners, you can get tickets for 20 bucks in advance, they become 25 the day of the show. Um, and I believe VIP tickets are 35, which the meet and greet is at seven o'clock. You get a, a, a meet and greet with UB, and you get a, a like a special poster. Um, and if you have already bought a normal ticket, I believe you can upgrade at the door if you choose to which is kind of nice. Um, if you do want a VIP ticket, those are online only. So, well, you know, until the day of. So, um, yeah, normal tickets, you can get them from the, the performing acts. You can get them from, uh, if you contact Emerald City Promotions, you can probably figure out a way to get a ticket through them as well. But like we mentioned, the easiest way for anybody listening that somehow might make the show, just contact CryptoZoo. Yeah. Yeah, send and me a message. Got and I got got tickets on me. I am happy to help you out. We will meet somewhere. We'll figure it out. Um, also, if yeah. you get the regular tickets, you can get a meet and greet with Crypto Zoo. <laughs> and um, there's no special poster or nothing, but he might have like stickers, and he'll give you a sticker. And my, uh, my meet and greet will be across the street at the 76, like an hour before the show. <laughs> yeah, he'll buy you a gas station burrito or something yeah yeah free bean and cheese for anybody who shows up <laughs> don't say that watch people show up now where'd that bean and cheese at bean well and you cheese. know the last show i disappointed people because i told them on on the podcast before the show that we were going to have punch and pie and then they arrived and i didn't have any so i was sorry to let them down you just can't lie about stuff like that but um i think we uh kind of veered off a little bit here <laughs> uh, we're trying to promote Crypticon. That's going down also the same weekend. And yeah. we we're 99% sure Steve and Crypto will be at Crypticon on Saturday. So uh Crypticon runs in SeaTech, Seattle, Washington from May 20th through the 22nd. So that's right. We should be there. And like I said, this is a little preview episode we put together. We have a few uh, people who will be vending at the show. Tell us about their their wares and stuff. So why don't we jump right in and introduce our first our first friend that's going to be at Crypticon. We have a Northwest, very popular Northwest artist named Eli Wolf who does these crazy pop culture monster weird mashups. They're just like fun. Yeah, I love his work. I I unfortunately wasn't around for this interview. Um, so before we get to that, I'm just going to say my part when it comes to Eli. I love his work, and I hope you guys check out his stuff online. I have a few of his things already. I have a couple stickers and magnets. Um, one of them is uh, 
uh, Chucky with like a little cutting board with some cheese on it. So it's Chucky cheese. Nice. And <laughs> clever shit like that. Like me, I have a, I have a picture behind me of a, a Bigfoot and an alien high-fiving. Nice. I like that one. I, I know another one I have is, is old Curious George getting into some trouble reading the Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Let's um, jump yeah. in, meet Eli Wolf, and make sure you visit his table at Crypticon next weekend. Hey, this is Ace Vaughn Johnson from LA Guns, and you're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Hey, we're on the Steve and Crypto Show. We are doing some more uh, hyping for Crypticon, and we have a, a local... Uh, He's a popular guy on, on the whole convention scene here in the, the Northwest. His name is Eli Wolf. He does these great, uh, I'd call him a pop culture mashup kind of art that yeah. we'll, let, we'll let him describe his art. So meet Eli Wolf. Um, let's just jump right in and, and, and kind of describe what you do. Hey, um, yeah. So thanks for having me on the show. Um, I, I, I guess basically my art is called lowbrow art. You know, it's just, it's art that's inspired by, all kinds of stuff um, like underground comic books, stuff like Big Daddy Roth, um, Garbage Pail Kids. Um, you know, growing up in the 70s and 80s, I was really into like Mad Magazine and, and any kind of art that kind of had a sense of humor to it. Um, but I also really liked the, the artwork on movie posters. You know, whole, back then when you go to the video store, the, the, the artwork on the VHS is like, that's all you know about the movie. So you'd rent the movie if it had a cool cover, like Evil Dead 2, I always remember seeing that cover. I was like, man, what is that movie? And when I finally saw it, I'm like, this is so great. So um, yeah, if, if I had to like pick a, you know, a dream job, I think um, doing movie posters in the 70s would have been just amazing, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I, th I think you would have been the guy for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely the, the VHS covers definitely sold me on many, many uh, yeah, rental choices as a kid. Yeah, I mean, also, sometimes, sometimes the, the cover is better than the movie. You know? Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, they also deceived me quite a few times yeah. too, but yeah, it was fun though. Those were the good yeah. old days. So um, Crypticon's coming up uh, later in May, and uh, what kind of stuff are you going to bring to the show? <clears throat> so I, I usually try to bring a couple of original paintings uh, to Crypticon, but I've been painting uh, little 8x10 originals. Um, most of my art, I paint with acrylic paints. And they're usually a bit bigger than that, but I've been finding when, when you're doing a show, you only have so much table space. And I usually only bring prints, stickers, magnets, but at Crypticon, especially people have asked me like, hey, do you have any originals? Because people like to collect original art. So um, this year I'm going to have at least five or six little eight by 10 originals. I, I painted some original monsters, you know, Crypticon is all, you know, people love and anything, you know, horror movie, monster, weirdo kind of stuff. Um, so sometimes I'll just doodle in my sketchbook. And it won't be like a mashup or anything funny. It'll just be like weird blobs and, you know, creepy looking fangs and all that. So I've got a couple of those I'm going to have. Um, I also uh, painted one recently um, inspired by, um, you know, scary movie or slash screen. I never had painted Ghostface yet. Um, so there's a, a great scene where, where Ghostface is like drinking a 40 and you're eating a bag of chips. So I've, I've got a painting of that. Um, I just did a painting of Sam from Trick or Treat. A lot of people have been asking me because people love that movie Trick or Treat. And with my brain the way it is, I wanted to do something funny. So I did instead of green eggs and ham, it's green eggs and Sam. 
um, nice. you know, kind of a mashup there. Um, the original already sold, that painting already sold, but I'm gonna have some prints and some magnets of that image. Um, uh, since the actress who plays Elvira is gonna be there, um, I'm gonna have a bunch of prints. Um, well, I, I did a scene of Elvira kind of on the dating game. I was imagining if Elvira was on the dating game and she had like, you know, the contestants were like Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, Gene Simmons, and Elvira's decided who she's gonna electrocute. I, I call that one the shock rockers. Um, so hopefully that that'll be popular. You know, people can you know buy a print, get an autograph on that one from from the actress who plays Elvira. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna have you know all my normal stuff. People that have seen me at conventions before, I've always got just a ton of magnets. Um, my magnets are really popular because they're super cheap. You can get a magnet for six bucks from me, and I've got like eighty different magnets. Yeah, we have a few I've, on our fridge. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I've been painting now for over 10 years, so I've got a ton of art and it's, it's fun to try to, you know, I'll, I'll paint new, something new and I'm like, okay, is this new image going to be better than any of my back images? And when I, when I do a convention, it's fun to, if, if nobody resonates with the new art, then I'm like, all right, well, I guess that one's not going to be going forward for a while. But other times, it's, it's like a survival of the fittest when it comes to which magnets I'm going to display. Right. So um, you, you mentioned, you know, uh, bringing the the Elvira piece because she's going to be there. Yeah. Have you have you done brought any uh, art of, of characters you know with the, the actor that portrayed it at show and like given presented them the art and gotten any reaction or anything from any of them? So I I've, I've never personally got to get up from my table to meet anybody. Whenever I do a show, I'm there by myself. So right. I pretty much am just like the full time just just at, at my booth. Um, right. But I have had people tell me, like um, a couple of years ago, the actor who played uh, Pinhead um, was there, and I have a, a painting um, that's called uh, Ronald McPinhead, right? Where I painted, you know, right. Ronald McDonald, at, you know, as Pinhead, um, and I guess somebody um, took that print and had it autographed by him. So that that was cool to know that happened. That is pretty um, cool. And I'm, I'm ho hopefully that kind of stuff happens occasionally. Every now and then, I'll, I'll, what's really fun is if I have a mashup of two characters and then people like if I get Freddie and Jason and then people dressed up as Freddie and Jason and come to my booth, then it's fun to like have them hold up the print. And it's, it's, it's very like a meta kind of experience. Yeah, yeah. Are you doing any uh, special uh, pieces or anything for the convention itself? Well, um, I mean, basically that the, these little eight by tens that I've been painting um, that like the last four or five months, I was, I've just been thinking of Crypticon and I've been just really trying to paint some actual like monster themed art. Not necessarily just like in the past, I've had like a, do a painting of Freddie or a painting of Jason. And I'm, I'm trying to mix it up and, and kind of just bring some because my imagination is full of just really, you know, just abstract random weirdness. So it's fun to mix in the recognizable characters with, with some more kind of original stuff. So this year I'm, I'm going to have, have some pretty cool new like original monster art. And, and hopefully uh, somebody at Crypticon is going to enjoy it enough to want to like walk home with the original. So. We'll yeah. see how it goes. See, that's, that's what I dig about your stuff is the, the weirdness part. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I I really like doing the really weird art, and it doesn't always resonate with everybody. But you know, right? Um, you know, my, my brain is like kind of half super weird, and then half trying to be a stand-up comedian. You know, trying to make you know art that's got a got a sense of humor to it. Yeah, it's, it's you know you you use your your skill and talent, and you can see that you you want to take it and. uh just make people happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. just put a I, smile I, on somebody's face. Like we yeah. got these scary characters, right? But you know, I love it. I, I love seeing great scary art and, but you, you add a fun twist to it. 
Yeah, like I always tell people, like you know, because horror movies are my absolute favorite go-to movie genre. But like I tell people, I like them the same reason I like a roller coaster at a theme park. It's like it's it's a safe way to be scared. Like I don't like how scary parts of the real world are, and I try to avoid being in actual scary situations. But for two hours, if you can watch a monster scare a bunch of people, you know, you get that adrenaline rush from it. But then when it's over with, you're like, oh, okay, that was that was fine. It wasn't too bad. Um, it, occasionally, I'll, I'll I'll get a horror movie that's so so scary. I actually, like pause it for for a little bit and be like what in the world is going on and that's pretty <laughs> rare because because if you watch enough of them you almost kind of get you know used to like okay i know what's going to happen i know where the where the jump scare is at but every now and then a, a new director will come along with something that just blows me away and um, th that's always fun that, to, when, when that happens I'm, I'm trying to think of like the last well I, there's a movie i saw um called the i think the autopsy of jane doe i don't know if you've seen that one i haven't seen it I, i've seen it pop it, up but... yeah it's it's a real kind of like slow burn and the less you know about it, the better, but it actually gets genuinely scary about halfway through. And I was like, Oh, okay. I did not see that coming. So that's, that's nice. When, when a movie like me personally, I'll watch them and I'm always trying to, uh, one, my main thing is I want to be entertained, yeah. but I am still looking for like the art side of it. I like to see, figure out like, Oh, how did they, do this kill scene you know what i mean how, how oh, sure. i wonder how they did the makeup for this or that yeah and, yeah, and it I, is refreshing when 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 something still catches you and like yeah when, when a movie yeah. is so good that you forget that it's the movie and, and you really yes. you know think about like these are actual people in a really scary situation and you, you and you don't think about the how do they do the makeup you're just like that's a cool monster yeah. um like uh one of my current favorite new movies is, is uh psycho gorman i don't know if you've oh, seen that man. one yet i love it I love it's it. just that to me that's my perfect sweet spot for a horror movie because it's got tons of good gore but it's also really really funny and entertaining yeah and it's super weird so it's, yeah. it's just like this perfect sweet spot that, that like the mainstream you know audience is not going to be into it but you meet any other friends who have seen that movie and if they like it you instantly have a bond there so that's probably the best way if somebody doesn't know your art like describe your art be like here's your psycho gourmet <laughs> that's all you know what i mean that's, yeah, that, that, yeah that's true yeah that's good. Uh, have you done any uh pg I, I pieces did, yeah i did a portrait of psycho gourmet um nor normally I, I try to do something like you know like a mashup or something kind of funny um so i haven't haven't done that yet i, I really should because that you know there's a great scene where where he's with the little girl and then they start a band and he's on the drums and yeah. i thought that was hilarious um but no i i did a portrait of him um uh i think i had that last time at cryptogon um I'm, i think currently the original of that is is actually in an art show right now over in uh in seattle but i'll definitely have have prints and um i think i've got some stickers um, my, my vinyl stickers are cool because you can put them in your car just like a bumper sticker so if you want to have like a psycho gorman sticker on your car i should have some of those very cool um you mentioned uh an art show your stuff an art show I, i've seen you post stuff a lot about being in, in galleries and, and you know permanent display and people's shops and um where are some of the places for locals that they could go check it out um i'm lucky enough to have my art in about like six different shops now between Tacoma and Everett. Um, the 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 show the spot that has a lot of my art right now is in Fremont, um, just north of Seattle. It's called the Uncommon Cottage. Um, so they they've got about thirty of my original paintings uh, in the shop right now. Um, so that's a really good spot if you're in the Seattle area. 
Um, some other spots, uh, downtown Seattle, there's a, a spot called Happy Days and Funny Nights. It's right by the Pike Place Market. Um, they've got tons of my stuff. Um, if you're in the South End, um, there's a really cool spot in Tacoma called the Full Moon Flea Market, right? Um, which is all about, you know, like, I think they've got about 20 or 30 local artists in there. And, and the, whole, the whole vibe of that shop is like spooky Halloween year round kind of stuff. Ooh. I'll have to check. I've heard of it, but I, I haven't made it there. I'm gonna have to go check that out. That sounds like my kind of place. Yeah. Now, do you do you had stuff down at um, Greg and Ann's shop in Kent too, right? The retro. Oh, Emporium. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The retro Emporium in Kent. Yeah, that's a really great spot. Yeah, I love uh, those guys. Yeah, yeah. I, when you go in there, I love that it smells like uh, breakfast cereal. You know, they, they've yeah. got like some sort of scent. <laughs> yeah. And um, actually, I connected through them. I connected up with um, a a guy who runs the video game arcade in uh, Des Moines, the Waterland Arcade. Okay. Um, so that's a cool spot where they've got actual old school 80s arcade games and a bar and they have my art. So nice. it's, it, it, it's, it's, I think, one of the coolest venues to, to have my art because, you know, I've always really been into actual arcade games. So like knowing my art's hanging out with, with the games is, is pretty cool. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Um, since we're mentioning... Uh shops and stuff where your art showing at or before we get back to crypticon is there any other uh, conventions or anything coming up um well actually yeah uh depending on i don't know when this the podcast is going to get um aired um but tomorrow morning i'm, I'm doing mid-may okay yeah, yeah so um let's see what do you got tomorrow morning well tomorrow morning I, I, yeah I'm, I'm doing odd mall in monroe the the spring okay. version of that is, is this yeah, weekend yeah. yeah we've had captain slinky on here to, okay. to hype odd mall like right when he first relaunched it so yeah so and odd malls happening a few times a year so mm -hmm. people listening will still be able to check out a later later edition of odd mall uh let's see but for for may and and through the rest of, of the the summer so obviously crypticon is uh, i think may 20th the weekend after that uh, memorial day weekend i guess um, i'm doing a, a big event in tacoma called the punk rock flea market which is a super cool event. They've got like a hundred vendors and it's not like a normal flea market where there's just like your grandma's old furniture. It's like all kinds of cool art and, and weird clothing. And just, it's a really fun vibe. They'll have like, like DJs playing music. There's like, you know, they're selling beer. You know, the, the whole vibe is like, almost like you're at a cool concert. Um, so that'll be in Tacoma. Um, in June, I'm doing um, SummerCon, which is in Puyallup at the Puyallup Fairgrounds. Um, that's a kind of a new, newer show, but it's really fun. It's a good show. It's really, yeah. it's a, it's one of the few shows where you could still uh, shop for comic books. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So some of the other, you know, like comic conventions are more um, pop uh, fun culture, for pop. Yeah. yeah. It's like you collect all the collectibles. That's about it. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so I've, I've, I'm, I've been really trying to, to find a lot of events to do, you know, since the last two years with the pandemic. A lot of things got canceled yeah so now i'm, I'm really trying to get back out there and um I, I've, been, I've been even been doing outdoor events which i hadn't really done before but i got myself a little tent right. so um I've, I've been doing some outdoor events which is it's always scary because you never know if it's going to be windy rainy or a beautiful not, day not not in the not in the puget sound region right <laughs> but um I, I'm, I'm getting pretty good about even if it's windy you know like i've, I've got things kind of you know held down pretty good so they don't blow away um, learning as you go 
Yeah, I mean, if, if, if people people want to uh, follow me, um, you know, they can find me on social media, and I'm always talking about whatever new shows I'm doing. Um, if, if you just look me up, uh, it's just my name is E L I W O L F F two Fs. Um, just Google that and the word art, and you'll find you know my blog. You'll find my Etsy shop, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And uh, the people that aren't gonna be hanging with us all at Crypticon, yeah. Um, where can people buy your stuff online? Uh, so I've got an Etsy shop. So you just go to etsy.com slash shop slash Eli Wolf. And you'll find all okay. my stuff right there. And most of your stuff that we could find at the show will be on there. Most of it, yeah. Um, I don't have any originals up there currently. Every now and then I'll throw an original up there. But uh, usually I, I, I save the originals for selling at shows or selling in shops. Right. Um, right. Actually, speaking of shops, I forgot another one of my favorite shops is called Bobocon Toys. Okay, um, yeah. People that are in the North End up by Everett, um, they, they've been really, really great to me, and they've got tons of my originals. And going to that shop, it's like a, a year-round comic convention in there because they've oh, got yeah. every kind of cool toy you can imagine, and they have a cool horror section in the back with like a life-size Xenomorph from Aliens, and, and, and so I, I want to make sure that um, I give a shout out to Bobocon Toys for sure. That's another one of them. One of them shops I need to to get in to visit. It's yeah, hard yeah. to find so many cool cool shops in this area, and it's just yeah, well, hard to find time. I, man. I feel really really lucky that I just you know happen to be you know raised in this area. And when I started doing the art about ten years ago, I, I didn't even realize there were so many cool little shops and shows happening. All I knew about was Emerald City Comic Con. That was about it. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, that, ten, I, 10 years ago, that's all there really was. So. But so. yeah, it really seems like, yeah, over the last decade, the, the amount of shows and just like the internet has made it easier to connect with other artists and, and find out about weird shops and stuff. So, oh, yeah. And it was social media, being able to promote yourself and everything, it made it, it made it, uh, almost almost sustainable for artists almost yeah I'm, I'm not, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not ready to quit my day job yet but um the I, the amount of effort that i put into like my side hustle here it, it, i think yeah. it, it pays off you know it's it's always so gratifying to meet people in person and, and just see people really laugh at my art and, and say how much they enjoy it and um you know because i i try to draw and paint um every night after my day job's over for about an hour or two and it really just adds up, you know, you, you just, you stick with it. And yeah. I always like to tell people, you know, I'm like, Hey, did, do you like to draw? And most people are like, well, I used to draw when I was a kid, but I don't anymore. I'm like, if you still enjoy it, you should just, just try and draw a little bit every day. And next thing yep. you know, you might have a table at one of these conventions too. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah. it's, it's almost after a long day at work to sit down and unwind and just doodle or just do something you love doing is yeah. just therapeutic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I really try not to do too much uh, digital art, you know, since my day job's kind of computer stuff. So it's nice to just get a sketchbook and a pencil and just keep it simple. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Crypticon later in May, we will definitely see you there. And uh, anything you want to throw in here and add before we Wrap up. Uh, no, I, I feel like we, we pretty much covered it. Um, yeah, I'm always looking forward to Crypticon. I think it's probably my favorite show to do every year. I, I just, it's, it's such a good group of people. You almost feel like you're at some cool, like, like, like a horror party. It, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like, like a, like a giant, you know, convention. It just, it, it's, it's a little more intimate. 
Um, everybody there is really friendly. The, the cosplay is awesome. People really go to town with really cool costumes. Um, I, I, I forget the name of it, but there was a vendor last, last time I was there. I think it was like a band out of Portland and they were almost like, like, the, like a crazy heavy metal band, but they were all dressed up like just insane monsters. And I, 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 it was just really fun to, to watch them interacting with people in, the, in their full makeup. You know, it was like a modern day version of like Guar or something. And, you know, it's like, where else are you going to find, find stuff like that at a convention? So Crypticon is just a lot of fun. Absolutely. That's, that's what I describe to people as, as a, uh, it's like a reunion. Yeah. <laughs> Every totally. year. Yeah. Yep. See a lot of familiar faces. And... Yeah. And, and it's fun to go outside and, and see all, all the hearses. Oh, you know, man, people have all so the tricked out hearses. And... Everywhere in the hotel, there's, you know, there's, like you said, the hearses outside, there's panel rooms everywhere. There's, uh, you want to go upstairs and party and, yeah, I, I, I've always um, I've, I've I've heard stories about all the the extracurricular stuff. I, I I've never like hung out there overnight, so I, yeah. I I come down during the day and do the show, and then I head home and pass out. But it, it right. sounds like there's there's a lot of extra fun stuff going on too. Yeah, uh, I'm sure after being being in a booth all day, you're ready to. Yeah, it's 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 exhausting when you're there by yourself. I don't really because if I take a break, then I'm nervous. I'm gonna like you know miss meeting some people. Yeah. Um, so pretty much what, once the, the door is open, I'm just kind of like in like firing on all cylinders. Um, yeah. if, if, if I go more than, you know, like 15, 20 minutes without talking to somebody, I'm like, okay, I'll take a break, get something to eat. But as soon as somebody walks up and, and starts talking, then I'm, I just kind of switch on to like, Hey, let's talk about art. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you, as soon as you sit down and start digging into your lunch back there behind the table yeah, yeah, then right. people it, come up yeah. inevitably you, you, you yeah. take a bite of a sandwich and then somebody comes up and you're like okay i can't talk yeah and it's a good sandwich too and you're like oh you just want to get back to it but you love talking to people so right like, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah most of the time i i hardly eat when i'm at a convention and, and then by the time i get home i'm just completely exhausted and super hungry so yeah <laughs> that, that, that's when I, I'll, I'll get a good pizza or something there you go grab it on the way home yeah curl up in bed with your pizza and call it a night well yeah these days i've been uh playing a ton of this new game called elden ring so that, that's i don't know if you heard of that game but it's it's my current like way to relax is playing that game right yeah i've never been a, a video game guy I like like board games and uh -huh. card games and stuff but video oh, games sure. just never been my people are always so surprised though because they see you know big nerdy dude and they're just they just assume that i just play video games and like drink mountain <laughs> dew or something all day like oh no. yeah <laughs> no not much but that's cool I've, I've heard of it i hear of all of them because i'm constantly like researching and trying yeah, to find yeah. stuff to talk about on the show but yeah yeah that, that that's a hard one to miss right now a lot of people are talking about it it's it's kind of like the whole thing's like a horror movie just monsters everywhere nice yeah i could dig that i could dig that definitely Did, worth looking at some youtube videos because it's really pretty i know uh there's a lot of hype coming out about the uh the evil dead game coming out that looks pretty mm. cool i don't know if yeah, you've seen I, any of that yeah i've seen a little bit of the footage I'm, I'm always nervous about games based off of movies or movies based off of games it's right. very rare that those turn out good yeah i, I don't know <laughs> why, why that is um yeah. so ho hopefully um whoever's making that game um captures what's actually fun about the movies right um but yeah, that's that, that that's always tricky. But you know, like the like the Resident Evil games are good, but the Resident Evil movies aren't so great. Um, right. So and then the Evil Dead movies are, are great, but um, I think there have been some Evil Dead games before that were just kind of yeah. just kind of okay. 
Right. Well, hopefully this one's really good. Awesome. All right. So uh, before we say goodbye here, you, uh, you look for Eli Wolf everywhere on all the social medias. And is there a website too? Um, yeah, I, I don't have like an official .com website, but right. um, I just have a blog that I've, I've had going since like 2012. Um, okay. So if you, if you just look up Blogspot and then my name, um, again, it's E-L-I-W-O-L-F-F. Um, I okay. get the two Fs on there. Um, and, and my blog is kind of a, a visual diary. You can actually see my entire um, history of, of making art because I, I, I started, I, I think one of my first posts on there was when I did Curious George finding the Hellraiser cube. Right. You know, right. and I, I, I paint, painted that. I don't even remember why I, I got the idea for that. But, you know, now 10 years later, that image is still resonating with people. People have even got tattoos of that image. So that feels really good. And I'm, I'm always like trying to be like, I got to think of something as good as that again, you know, in the back of my head. <laughs> yeah. Like Psycho Gorman getting his nails done or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, before we uh, wrap up, what's your favorite horror movie? Oh, uh, if I had to pick one one horror movie, it would probably be Evil Dead Two. Like yeah. that, that that one is just like it's it, it's the the sweet spot of it's scary, but it's got it, it's funny. Every single line that comes out of Ash's mouth is like perfect and awesome. You know, it's like yeah. completely quotable. Um, yeah, that movie is just great. I've even seen the Evil Dead musical a couple times, which is oh. amazing. You know, yeah, I've it, heard that was fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Awesome. So it, it, it's that perfect, like, like we talked about horror movies that are actually fun, not just make you feel gross, but like, it's actually yeah. entertaining. Yep. 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 Like, like all, most of the eighties stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 80, yeah. 80s was, was such a, a, a perfect time for just ridiculous fun horror movies. Yep. yep. Exactly. Well, Eli, thank you for hanging out, man. Yeah, um, sure. Definitely looking forward to, to stuff you're producing i love it you see you know i got stuff <laughs> hanging on my wall i'm definitely a fan of the work so uh, yeah well it'll be great to um you know maybe I'll, I'll meet some people at crypticon who listen to the podcast and then we can you know talk even more uh, you know i always love talking about horror movies the art that i make video games whatever people are into so yeah we'll, we'll have you come back on again sometime we'll uh plan something maybe we'll all plan a, a We'll give ourselves some homework and, and we'll watch a movie and then we'll have a discussion about it or something. Oh, that, yeah, that could be That'd cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, thank right. you. Sure. Talk to you later. We are back on our Crypticon preview. You guys just heard from Eli Wolf. He will be there all three days at Crypticon. Make sure you guys check him out. Tell him uh, Stephen Crypto sent you. I mean, there won't be no reward or nothing, but <laughs> tell him that we sent you anyways. And of course, if you see us at the show, Come say hi, and we'll have stickers and shit, and we'll leave stuff all over the convention for you to pick up. And we definitely well, want to meet people. If you're listening, we want to meet good. you. Not I, shit. I, I, we're not literally I, leaving. Yeah, shit for you I know. You're it's trying, like we're gonna you're we're just to gonna walk nice, our but... dogs around the hotel lobby, and let them shit all over the place, so you can pick. <laughs> like them up. We got no. stickers and shit. We're just gonna lay lay out all through the venue. Like, oh, we're just gonna leave a nasty trail. I say shit a lot. They're not, not gonna want us by there shit. Anymore. I mean. Like our uh, promo materials. How about that? We're going to leave stickers and promo promotional materials around. Oh, you're saying our promo materials are shit now? Is that what you're saying? Yes. No, I'm saying we're <laughs> shit, but our oh, promo okay. materials are really nice. <laughs> we have nice promo <laughs> materials. We just suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Crypticon, man. There's a lot of cool guests this year. I know uh, last year was 
my year, but I think this year we have quite a few cool guests. I know, uh, I think the guest of honor is, uh, probably say Cassandra Peterson. Yeah. Who is better known as Elvira. She's right now. She's, you know, probably at one of the highest levels of her popularity after releasing that book and all kinds of stuff. She's of course popular. She'll be there um, signing stuff. I know she's not doing selfies and stuff because, you know, COVID issues and she's, she's a little bit older. Yeah. But she's meeting everybody and signing stuff. So make sure you come see her. She was supposed to be there last year and canceled because of COVID. Yeah, so she's back for a little redemption. Um, you know, you may not be able to to be that close with her, but like you said, you can get you know an autograph and whatnot. Um, you can go listen to her panel uh, or an interview. Um, she's going to be having hers on Sunday at one o'clock. If you're around, mm-hmm. so I'll probably be missing it because unfortunately, the Steve Strout's not making it to Crypticon Sunday. Another cool guest is Bill Mosley, who we know from like every freaking Rob Zombie movie and uh, yep, Honey, I blew up the kid. Been in a lot of stuff. He's you know a horror icon. Yeah. Do we know when oh, his yeah. panel is? Uh, yeah, he is also going to be on Sunday, and it's right after Elvira. Yeah. He's having his at two. I know. You better yeah. figure out how to get there on Sunday, man. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We should. Um, we should make it happen. We'll try. We'll try. Because both days are looking pretty good for, for panels. You want me to let you know what's going down? Uh, well, we'll run through that in a second. I just want to mention a couple right. more guests of note. Uh, Dana DiLorenzo from Ash vs. Evil Dead. And yep. I think she does voice work and stuff on the games. On the game, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Uh, she's going to be there. There's going to be a whole, uh, quite a few people from the Chucky series and from the Child's Play movies. We got uh, Christina Lee's, Alex Vincent, Fiona Dorif, who are all main characters on the, that awesome Chucky series that we got in the last year. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they come with some uh, some hints or uh, clues about what we're going to get in the second season and maybe one yeah. or any of that info. Uh, what else we got? We got uh, John Casser, Crypt Keeper yep. voice. That's right. Um Roger Jackson, the yep. voice of Ghostface. Also Mojo Jojo. Yeah, I don't care about that. But that's cool. I'm sure some people uh, here. I know you're a Powerpuff Girl kind of guy. I wouldn't say I'm like a fanatic, but I mean, I watched it here and there when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, Eugene Clark, he's a regular at Crypticon. He was the Big Daddy Zombie in Land of the Dead. The yeah. Movie. That was cool. Uh, Is he? He's the one that gets the jackhammer, right? Yep, and the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Later on, uh, the Kyoto brothers who did yep. uh, the, Killer Clowns uh, from Outer Space. Clowns. Yeah, I don't know why yep. my brain just went blank. But uh, did they do Critters as well? I think they worked on Critters. Yeah. What else we got? What What other uh, panels? When's the the Child's Play panels? All right. So Saturday is pretty much all the Child's Play stuff. Um, before that, I'll mention the first one that comes up on Saturday, which is Dana DiLorenzo, who is Kelly from Ash vs. Evil Dead. Her panel's at 1 o'clock. Then we move on to Child's Play. Uh, Fiona Dorif has her own panel at 2. And then there's a Child's Play 2 interview or panel with Alex Vincent and Christina Lee, And that's at 3. 
I don't, I'm surprised there's not a, a panel with the three of them together for the I know. Chucky series. That's weird. It doesn't really make any sense. Maybe they just need that's to fill. That's the thing right now. It's a, yeah. yeah. They need to fill an hour or something, but I right. mean, I feel like they could have Fiona and Alex and Christine all in the same one. Yeah. Um, they all work together. Um, yeah. And then uh, John Kazer, the Crypt, uh, Crypt Keeper, he is at four o'clock and the Kyoto brothers are at six. And then Sunday, a little earlier, Roger Jackson is at 12. Elvira is at one, as I mentioned earlier. Bill Mosley has a panel at two. And Noah Hathaway, who is a Treyu from The NeverEnding Story, has a panel at three. He's also in Battlestar Galactica. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, there's those panels, just the celebrity panels. There's a ton of other panels. Um, oh, yeah. There's always panels about you know, filmmakers, there's panels about writers, there's visual effects and things like that. There's last year they did a, a solid panel about uh you know uh horror hosting movies and and yeah, I mean they're just everything. You can look through their look up uh crypticonseattle.com and you could go yeah. through and see all the programming and all the panels and stuff going on. There's all kinds of stuff. They have yeah, they usually have an awesome uh costume and cosplay contests and you know horror fans are super into it and talented and creative so there's always some good costumes i have a uh, friend that i uh i used to play in a band with he he's interested in going because of that side of the event you know like well, he wants not, to do a, he wants to see costumes or he wants to well he's them? yeah well he he's definitely he into them. the cosplay yeah he he I could see him showing up in costume, you know, um, but that like, you know, the panels and the celebrities, like that's cool. But I think he's more interested in the art side of it, which is awesome. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is they definitely have plenty of that out there for anybody else who is into that side of it. And if you're into like, you know, how movies are made and the, the practical effects and all that, this is a place to go and yeah. connect with people that are into There's that sort of thing. Usually all week, they, they do have a great uh, like a makeup contest. Mm -hmm. they usually have demos going on all weekend of people applying you know putting on appliances and, and doing makeups and stuff like all weekend uh yeah i might have, have mentioned it on the oh i'm sorry go good i was gonna say they have that non-stop there's a whole there's gonna be a whole nother room full of artists and separate than the vendors so we're gonna get more artists this year yeah so the convention is growing it's definitely growing mm -hmm. and and it's awesome it's just a good good show uh you were gonna throw yeah. something in there yeah so i i might have mentioned it on the last episode or something but um i remember last year we were walking around the main room and you know there's a guy that's applying makeup to this girl who's in a big dress like a bridal dress and you keep making the laps you know and and each time you're seeing it get better and better and finally by the end she was a deadite bride and i thought i heard something or maybe saw her later with with something that indicated that she had won the costume contest oh they you didn't know? even have one so, last year because well, they didn't the lack of uh not enough people signed up for it because you know covid stuff and nobody was sure what the you know if they could wear costumes or oh, with okay. masks and this and that so they they do have a like a makeup contest so it's probably part of that 
Yeah, and it was a while ago, so we, you know, might have just been like some of us talking. Like she, you know, probably could have won. Maybe it was that, but right. um, Yeah, I mean, if you know, if you're into the the creative side of of horror, there's something for you there. If you just want to go and buy some merch and you know shirts, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that for you as well. Um, when we we mentioned artists and stuff why don't we introduce listeners to our next uh featured guest on here who's going to be at crypticon um she runs a company called morbid hearts design and uh she came to tell us about her her work and where to find her online so like i said if you can't make crypticon these people are online and you can support them online. You could get their, their art and all that good stuff. Yep. Angela has some great work too. You know, she, um, I remember buying a few things from her last year and I'll probably end up getting some things this year too. So um, yeah, if, if, if you can go or, or if you can't either way, check out what these people have, you know, and um, we hope you enjoy this interview. Hello, welcome to the Steven Crypto Show. We are sitting here talking with Angela from Morbid Heart Designs. We are discussing this year's Crypticon and the fact that she will be there at booth which number? I will be at booth 230 in the artist area. There we go. The main area. The big room. They're actually doing a second room for artists. Are they? So there's going to do two rooms. So there's going to be the big vendor hall and then artists are going to be in a separate room. Oh, mm-hmm. cool okay that's neat makes more room for other people to join in and share what they create so it's exciting yeah Yeah. for sure so how how many years have you done this now i started my company morbid heart designs in 2017 and i actually had a facebook post come up and be like hey remember this and it was my goal for 2018 that i actually put i'll get into crypticon i did not get into crypticon that year but i did 2019 so i still count i made that goal most of, most of my goals that pop up are like stuff i'm ashamed of and like <laughs> oh yeah i remember that don't remind me facebook like yeah <laughs> um your art uh, obviously people can't see it on our audio podcast but describe it Uh, i do do a lot of different styles i'm very eclectic my name comes from my eclecticness i like rainbows and i like death so sometimes i do dark black and white things and other times i do cutesy horror with bright colors and sometimes i do murder teddy bears (laughs) so (laughs) they they all go hand in hand they, they do they're they're me And one thing I love about what I create is I put myself into every piece and I do think that it comes through very effectively. I let my inner child come out and I see other people's inner child come out when they they see a piece that they like and I just, their eyes light up in such a fun way that it's like, yes, I'm doing something right. That's kind of cool. It's got to feel good because like you say, you put a lot of you into it and Mm. your personality and stuff. And if for people to come along, and really like the work and buy it it's like wow they really like me you know what i mean it's it, it feels good i i won't deny it's, it's its own kind of a high yeah oh, i can imagine if i had if i had skills i would i would I'm sure i would understand <laughs> you 
people like your podcast it's the same thing how do you feel people like i love your podcast um i don't know yet i haven't haven't gotten that one yet (laughs) well i like your podcast well that feels really good yeah it feels good it doesn't happen quite too often but you probably get that feeling you know meeting with people and interacting at Mm -hmm. conventions yes definitely meeting people at conventions is by far one of my favorite things about my job are you do you see a lot of regular like repeat customers and followers coming back at different shows and venues a handful a handful um but i do so many different events that there's not sometimes a lot of crossover a lot of the time it's a matter of convenience a low booth fee or free fee and they happen to be in the area um i have some really awesome patreons who come to a lot of events uh but I do cons. I used to do a lot of comic cons. I'm kind of weaning out of that, but I'm focusing more on horror conventions and spiritual metaphysical type events. So there's not a lot of crossover. So it's been an interesting shift. What draws you to, to Crypticon? Like, why do you feel your stuff resonate? I'm a horror movie junkie. I feel like, and I'm weird. I, I used to be heavily goth. So there's a lot of dark clothing and just like the aesthetic that I love that I just... I never go out being an artist, so I don't have a reason to to dress up the way I used to. But I feel like I'm at home, like I'm with my peeps. Yeah. The fact that I like darker things and horror movies isn't a taboo thing. It's just like everybody's there because they love it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, when you're at Crypticon or like these horror type conventions, Mm -hmm. how hard is it to just stay behind your table? It's so hard. And this is actually <laughs> going to be a lot harder. I know a lot of um, horror YouTubers are going to be at the convention this year. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to go hang out with you guys so bad. But I'm like, <laughs> I got to work. Yeah, you got to. I, I got to work. So I'm hoping to actually see them. But I know some of them are doing panels. So they're going to be busy too. But it's like, ah, I want to go play. You want to, you know, want to go play and, and meet these people. Um, now referring to the other vendors and mm. things that are that are available for sale do you have that struggle where you're like you know you're there because you're trying to make some money of course and and you know push your art but like does part of you want to just go and and venture out and buy things too and all the time um i'm a sticker junkie so i'll usually cave in for stickers yeah. but it's like the there's like a, an individual who makes coffin shelves who's gonna be there and i really want some oh, yeah. um I have a lot of friends who do creative uh, like sculpting or repurposing of dolls to make them creepy. So it's like, I want to go see because they're one of a kind too. So it's like, if I don't grab what I like, it's, it's not guaranteed to be there. So those things are are really hard, but it's like, okay, I am here to make money. Right. Got to reel it in, but stickers I'll, I'll usually cave in for stickers. I couldn't imagine being stuck. I couldn't imagine being stuck directly across from like the perfect vendor. sit there the whole day staring it sucks no it's a whole weekend and i i will usually end up caving in on those ones that i'm staring at all weekend (laughs) i'll go in with the intent intent of not buying anything and then i'm just like i've been looking at you for three days or two days it's like you're coming home with me you have to after three days of staring at it you you kind of have to own it yeah it's kind of like all right it's speaking to me and it's still speaking to me so i justify it and it's resonating in my my artistic soul in some capacity 
Yep. It's got to go home. You make that deal with yourself. Like, all right, if nobody else picks you up by day three, you're mine. <laughs> They're day three. You know? yeah. And then, yeah. like, by that point, you're like, you were meant for me. This is meant to be here. Like, you you were supposed to come home with me. Like, the end of Saturday, if it's still there, or even halfway through Saturday. <laughs> it's like it's like that stray cat that keeps coming on your back porch, and you, and you start feeding mm-hmm. it, and then you just eventually. And then it doesn't it's come yours. by, and you're concerned yeah. greatly because you yeah. love that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. If you let it go, and that's why you have to buy the. You see something you like, just buy it. That's it. Steve said I could. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go tell him, Steve. You know, Steve from <laughs> Steve and Crypto Show. He said I should buy this. If husband's like, why'd you do it? I'll be like, Steve said I could. Yeah. <laughs> Damn and it, any Steve. vendor's gonna be like, okay, thanks, Steve. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna start getting bad show reviews from like husbands and stuff, like. Don't tell him spend all the money. Yep. I was gonna send you money on Patreon, but you made my wife spend it all at (laughs) you're out of luck, pal. It went to somebody else, some other person. Yeah. So bought a vendor out of all their comics. Yep. So at Crypticon, what uh kind of stuff are you gonna bring personally? You have anything exciting or like exclusive set up for the con? I am currently debating about doing a raffle of an original. I haven't decided what originals might be an option. Um, my life's been hectic. And I'm like, oh, I've got to decide this this week. But I, I'm, I am going to do it. I'm going to give away an original. I just, I'm not sure which one's going to be raffled off. But the, what the minimum purchase for entry would be. And yeah, no, world's life is crazy. And that might be a crazy thing to do. But it feels like that's what I want to do. So but just think, you know, somebody will win it and, and you'll it's be like sharing a, your art. It's like giving a kid away. Like when people buy my originals or any of my art, I'm always like, thanks for yeah. adopting my art. Because like I said, I put myself into everything. Right. Uh, it probably sounds silly, but. No, no. <laughs> just think of the joy that it's going to bring somebody else. Though. That's what I'm. Like, I. What about people see. that can't afford original art or something? I have prints, and as yeah. a sticker junkie, I have stickers. Like yeah. stickers Great. are my favorite thing to to make. I'm actually I didn't get them done for Crypticon, but I've been working on Monster Alphabet. I have X, Y, and Z to finish. Right. But they're they're these cute Monster um, Alphabets that unfortunately aren't done, but will be done soon. That's, that's cool. That's awesome. You know, I always, do you... I... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Well, well, you were going to say something that's probably like Related, continuing yeah. that. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. I, I've been thinking for a long time about doing, you know, like a, a little kid's book when it's like, you know, A is for this, B is for that, but do it with monsters. That's might be in the works too. It's a yeah. multifaceted project. Okay. Stickers. Well, I'll leave it to you then cards, because I'm not an artist. <laughs> a coloring book. And I'm not a word artist, so right. I don't know how to even go about writing a right. book. But I could, I think I could do A is for alien. Yeah, something along them lines and just turn it into a cute little kid's book. Yeah. Or an adult kid's book. That's a thing. Did you know that's a thing? Oh my God, it's I know, a fabulous thing. I know I'm an adult kid, so. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I mean, I've been obsessed with Pokemon Go for the past month. Like, it's kind of. I go through obsessed. phases. I go through yeah. phases with it. 
It's yeah. been since like 2017 since I played. So I think another month and then it will start to be like not so new anymore, but I had to start over. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, it's like yeah. playing for the first time, but it's even better. So that's cool. They probably updated it quite a bit. Oh, it's, since... it's so different. different. It's so different. Yeah. I love it. Very different. Yeah. There's so much more to it. It's it's they're they're doing a they're doing a good job keeping people interested. That's I don't sure. think I've even played since having kids, but I do miss playing. I mean, I've I've been playing like uh, one on the Switch, you know, totally different Pokemon this Go. This is the but... one on your phone, and it's like, no, I know. I'm, I get yeah. bored, and I'm like, how many Pokestops are here? Yep. <laughs> who who can I catch? Who do I need? All of them. Got to catch them all. Yeah. It was um... fun playing that for the first time in a bar, and then like. Eight, like you turn it you know towards the bar top and like there's a, a squirtle like standing right there next to you and that's amazing you know, people who are not into it they're just like what, what? Yeah. <laughs> i've had this awesome luck where i keep getting ones that have a cp of 666 so now i have the 666 squad Ooh. um <laughs> and i've actually gone through some of them and if i could uh upgrade them to 666 like they're in, I, i'm saving all of them that i've checked yeah but <laughs> Well, totally to, like a different yeah. conversation we a i'm different so way, sorry but... going, going back to to you and your art i wanted to ask do you have a favorite piece just out of everything that you've done over the years do you have something that you could possibly describe to the listeners now um something that that is really special to you that is a hard one to give a solid answer on it does change but the most consistent one I would think is actually this snail that I did who has a skull on his shell. He pimped his ride. I just, I love him. <laughs> and the original was adopted and it was just, I actually ran into her a few weeks ago. Her husband bought it as a birthday gift. And she's like, I love it. And I actually need the sticker because my kid keeps stealing the water bottle that the sticker's on of the original. <laughs> so she <laughs> bought a sticker to give to her son so he doesn't keep taking the water bottle. And I was just like, oh my God. That the happening so recently was like no, I still, I still really love that piece. That's cool. That sounds like a neat one. That's cool. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. I'm gonna have to do some editing here. Uh, <laughs> well, I uh, I wanted to ask you about something. It's it's a little farther away in the future, but you know, here on this podcast, we love Halloween. We pretty much celebrate Halloween all year round. Um, I noticed that you have a haunted house paint along coming up October 18th. I do at the Everett Mall. Yes. Um, once a month currently at the Everett Mall, I'm designing and hosting different paint alongs. You can find them on my website, morbidheartdesigns.com. And I had a special request from a regular participant who said, I want to do a haunted house. And I was like, we're making that happen for Halloween. So it's the sample is on my website if you want to go see it and what other events are scheduled. I'm hoping to go to a point where I can do them twice a month, but there's some things, other things in the works, you know, growing businesses and aspects. So we'll see when that happens, but definitely cool. check it out now and in the future because every month's going to be something different. Awesome, awesome. So everybody who is listening that isn't going to be at Crypticon with us, they can get a lot of your stuff online, correct? Yes. And that's at morbidheartdesigns.com? Yes. Is there a good... Is that the best place to follow 
your events and everything or do you have like a good social media presence where they could follow you or you'd like them to follow you um you can definitely follow me on instagram i'm probably going to be deleting my twitter the end of the month subject to lots of things but highly probable with the way things are going with that platform so instagram especially since i'm a visual artist is the best place because that's where you see a lot of the pictures better but all my links to whatever social platform you might be interested on are on my website and my events i have an event tab if you want to see what's coming up and what's scheduled as well after crypticon mm-hmm. crypticon is most important right now yes, that's our I'm that's so like excited. our our yearly horror nerd reunion we need more horror conventions up here but also crypticon's awesome so yeah i love it it's always good is there anything you want to throw out there or add before we let you back I... here today I appreciate you asking me to be here and giving artists and other creatives a platform to share what they do. And I look forward to seeing you at Crypticon. We sure hope to be there. And happy Friday the 13th, because it's Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. That's right. And do you have any Friday the 13th pieces before you run? I actually do. This is the first Friday the 13th that I'm not doing one, but I have happy Friday the 13th cards. Cool. I, I try to do a new design every year, but like I said earlier, life's been a little hectic, so yeah. it had not happened, but they're they're on my website. They're on the website? There's a okay. search engine. Perfect. You can just put Friday the 13th and it should pop up. I'm going to awesome. check them out as soon as we get off here. Plan on watching any of the Jason movies on Friday? No, I used to, in the past, I've done a 13-hour stream. This year, I'm not doing it, but I might go see Doctor Strange because I haven't had a chance to go see it. And it's I think fun. that one's inappropriate because I heard it's really dark and very horror-esque. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. no, this this will work for Friday the 13th. It's definitely yep. got this some, is an some themes. Option. Yep, that's a good option. It's a good What one. about you? Um, I don't know. I, I might watch one of the old Jason movies. I haven't really done that in a while. So Perfect time. Yeah. yeah. Work and Friday nights for me are reserved for Joe Bob Briggs. That's acceptable too. Maybe Joe Bob will play a Friday the 13th. I don't think movie. he will. I think the rights no. are going to be too too tricky to get. You don't think he could pull some strings and get that? Some of them are on Amazon Prime. Just saying. Yeah. Not I don't the original. Think, I don't think any are on Shutter though, which is where he would have to pick from. Mm. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's a double check. I don't know. Shutter has an awesome rate of change for things. I'm googling yeah. it right now. We're yeah, pulling up Shutter. They're constantly changing and, and adding new stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Happy Friday the thirteenth. Happy almost Crypticon. We will see you there. Make sure if you guys go to Crypticon, stop by the Morbid Heart Designs booth. And two three zero. Two three zero. There you go. In the artist room. Now there's mm-hmm. an artist room, which is pretty exciting. That means more art and more stuff for me to buy. More temptations <laughs> for me, too. Yeah. Temptations all around. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you. We all love a good ghost story, but have you ever wondered how it came to be? Have you ever wanted to dig deeper into the true history of your favorite stories of the macabre? How about whether or not it really went down that way? Join us bi-weekly on Ghoulish Tendencies Podcast, where we, two paranormal investigators, delve into the depths of the famous and not-so-famous cases of murder, ghosts, legends, and lore, with a healthy dose of debunking. I'm Gabby, the resident Mulder. And I'm Kim, the resident Scully. And we're your ghostesses of Ghoulish Tendencies Podcast, found wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay spooky! 
All right. Thank you to Angela for popping in, telling us about Morbid Hearts Designs. Um, another fun fact is we always talk about the community and the horror community, and especially locally. Uh, she's actually one of our supporters. She's a, you know what I mean? She's a follower of our show and she enjoys our show. She was super hyped to come on. Not as much as we were excited to have her on here, but yeah, it's it's good to know that like, other creative people are appreciating what we're trying to do too yeah which is cool but yeah uh back to crypticon uh what are you excited for um well besides the police running through my neighborhood (laughs) uh you know it's funny that you said like last year was your year it almost kind of feels like this year is my year um there's a lot of guests that i really want to see you know, I know there's a couple that you're interested in as well. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. But, uh, you know, last year, Joe Bob Briggs was a big one for you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely Joe Bob. I was, like, beyond excited to meet him. Uh, yeah. This year, of course, Elvira would be my number one guest to meet. I've met her before a couple times. Uh, super sweet. Uh, sadly, you know, COVID stuff, it's going to be hard to, you know, get a selfie or anything with her, but I'm probably, I think I might go and uh, get one of my Funko Pop signed. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. That would be good. I, I have one I need to get signed as well. I, g- I got myself on a budget this year, but I kind of feel like I need an Elvira signed pop. I'm also on a budget this year, but Elvira signed pop would be good. I'm looking at the pop that I'm going to get signed right now. And that would be Ghostface. I have one from 2014. You know, it's been a grail for a long time. And a, yeah, a grail a for one. anybody listening just means it's been like vaulted and, you know, you can't find it anywhere. And um, it's valuable. Yeah. It's, it's valuable. Uh, last I checked, it was around 200, I think, 250, something like that then you're gonna uh, no, get it signed and it's you're gonna get it signed and it's gonna be worth 40 bucks <laughs> you deface it no get it get it signed get it authenticated yeah um yeah um i'm i'm really excited as i mentioned scream you know i'm excited to meet roger jackson um i i'm excited to meet bill mosley of course i mean he was the first guest mentioned for this event um but really i i think the the top one that I'm looking forward to is a group of three and that's the Chucky cast, you know, um, say a group of three. I thought you were going to say the Kyoto brothers, but okay. I think there's only two of them, right? I think there's three of them. I don't oh, fucking okay. know. Whatever. The Chucky okay. cast. I get it. I figured <laughs> yeah. I knew you were getting to the Chucky cast. I know. Chucky's- yeah. That's, that's my jam, you know? So, um, I was pretty excited when I found out they were coming. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy that, that these three are going to be there. I was, kind of hopeful that maybe fiona would talk her dad into coming along with her um but hey this is still great and you know i'm i'm looking forward to meeting them and john kazer if we get a chance you know it'd be great to talk to him for a moment dana de lorenzo from ash versus evil dead i mean you know we'll see what happens in the day but it's a bunch um, of cool cast. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. I'd like to get maybe some of these folks to, to pop in and say hi to our listeners. That could be cool. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You never know. Yep. You never know. But yeah, that's exciting, man. Um, I knew as soon as they started announcing Chucky cast, you you'd be hyped for it. So. Yeah. You know, last year was cool, but 
there weren't quite as many people that I was, you know, excited to meet other than David Naughton from An American Werewolf in London, which I did meet him. And I, I managed to get a, a print from a guy that I met there at a booth. And then I had David sign it. And, uh, you know, we talked for a minute and I even asked him about coming on the show. And he said he had some time the next day, but I was only there on Saturday. I, I think you were only there on Saturday as well, right? Or uh, We left really early Sunday. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have time. Wasn't yeah. really even prepared for anything. Sadly, we're coming prepared this year, so. Yeah, we'll be prepared. And, you know, we uh, may or may not already have reached out to somebody. So we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. see what happens. Yeah. Um, We do have one more guest joining us to tell us about their stuff. This one is a, a shop called Unlock the Con. It's uh, basically, their shop is basically like a nerd convention, <laughs> you know? Yeah. They have guests at the shop, celebrities signing autographs. They have all the merch and collectibles and toys, and it's just a, a cool place. They're good people. We've known yep. them since they they started like one of their earliest shows that they did was the the comic book swap meet which is our little mini con that we put on up here in our neck of the woods but we have uh chris from unlock the con he's one of the managers there to come on and tell us about what they offer what they're going to be bringing to crypticon and about a little special guest that they're somebody we already named but yep uh, telling us that they are sponsoring this guest, their parents, and they're going to be at their booth all weekend. And it's somebody that we're both definitely looking forward to meeting and hoping to use our our pool with Unlocticon to get a few minutes with this guest. We'll see. We'll try. So Unlocticon, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're yeah. listening, we're we're uh, we love you guys. We're good buddies. Yeah. We're, <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, guys. Hey. Okay, but yeah, meet Chris from Unlocticon. And when we get back from this little chat, we are going to do our weekly horror trivia. And then we'll say goodbye until next week. I'm Mr. Lobo of Cinema Insomnia, and you're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Or are you? Hey, we're on the Steve and Crypto Show, and we are doing some uh, promo for some of the vendors and guests and the uh, creators and stuff that are going to be at Crypticon because, of course, that's our local horror convention and that's our thing. and It's our favorite show every year, so we like to spotlight a few of the guests. So we are going to introduce you guys to Chris from Unlock the Con. It's a great... Uh, I believe they started, I will have him tell the story, but I think they started doing shows and then they actually opened a shop. Um, dude, let's just jump right in. Tell us the story of how Unlocticon started and how it grew and what you guys do. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm Chris. I'm the store manager at Unlocticon in Auburn, Washington. Um, and uh, Barry and Ashley are the owners. It did start off as just being a... Um, going to conventions and doing stuff like that because we were all into comic cons and all things like that. And uh, when COVID happened, convention stopped. So it was all out of Barry and Ashley's garage. And then uh, they were able to 
find a option to be able to open up a storefront in the mall. And we have just been rocking and rolling since then, just growing, getting bigger spaces, opening new locations, all sorts of fun stuff. So nice. Um, so you guys, uh, when I first met Barry and started dealing with him, it's it, like his main thing was uh, collectibles like Funko Pops and stuff. I, I'm sure that's still a big, uh, it's a, it's a featured item at the shop, but now you got to grown to, to bring in guests like celebrities and everything in the shop. Yes. So um, we usually um, bring in a guest just about every month. Um, but this month we've actually got a pretty much every weekend we have a new guest for all of May. Um, so yeah, like this last weekend, we had the land of the lost cast from the seventies. And mm -hmm. this weekend we've got uh, Mick Wingert and uh, Colleen O'Shanahay. Um, I believe that's how you say the last name. So like a uh, voice of tales from Sonic and uh, Mick does the voice of like Iron Man and stuff like that from the cartoon series. And, He's done like Poe from uh, Kung Fu Panda that's not Jack Black. Uh, and, yet, and then obviously, you know, next weekend we're going to be at Crypticon. So we're actually going to have Roger L. Jackson at our booth there. So he's the voice of uh, Ghostface from Scream. So, which is super cool. So Yeah, that's that's a good guess for, yeah. for this year's Crypticon, you know, considering the Scream movie, which came out a couple months ago. And oh, yeah. yeah, it did really very well. Very fitting. And and was he crypto might know, was he the voice through all the movies? Um, I believe he's the voice in all of the movies, yes. Right. Now, if you talk about the show, I don't think he did the voice for the first two seasons, which is right. one reason why I did not watch the first two seasons. Yeah, uh, the, the but it don't matter. Well, season three <laughs> came on, and I believe that's when they announced that he was doing the voice and they got the original mask back because the the mask looked different for the first two seasons oh, did it i wasn't really into it yeah no. yeah that, that's um cool man so what uh kind of stuff are you guys going to bring to crypticon uh so we're we have all sorts of different uh things horror based so we've got a whole section that's dedicated to horror in the shop so we're going to bring a ton of cool things like that we're going to have some uh I know we're going to have some Mojo Jojo pops because he's also the voice of Mojo Jojo. So we're going to yeah. do some cool, cool ones for that, for autographs with him. Um, and uh, I know that he said he's going to bring some exclusive stuff from his personal collection that we will have at the booth as well. Um, and then I think we're going to have some cool exclusive uh, art pieces as well. So. Oh, nice. Are you guys going to bring any any stuff related to any of the other guests um we'll have some other we always try to bring stuff um they'll only some of some of them are harder to get so we try our best to bring stuff related to the guests that'll be there so we are definitely like trying to and bringing as much as we can but we try to bring a sample of all the things we have in the shop which we do have a variety of just about everything so I had a quick question. Those uh, those ghost face pops are pretty hard to get these days. Oh, Do you man, guys actually know. have? <laughs> I mean, I have your, you know, my original one. I've never gotten rid of. Um, yeah. It's in storage, and I'm gonna probably break it out so I can have Roger sign it. Um, are you guys bringing any? Have you accumulated any ghost face pops? 
Barry was able to get one for himself. We're still trying to bring, we're, we're trying our best to pull, pull some strings and see if we can get a couple that we'll be able to have. If, you know, someone is lucky enough to be able to come up and be like, ah, yeah, we've got a ghost face. Like that's the one to buy and get signed. Um, but, uh, they are they're very hard to come by. They the the prices have skyrocketed since the the new movie came out. I was trying to get one for myself, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I can pull the trigger. No, I'm not that big a fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I am. <laughs> you guys also have online sales. We do, yes. Um, so we've we've got our um, just unlockthecon.com. Um, we've got. Um, some really cool things available on there. It's not as much as all the stuff we have in the store because we get new stuff every day. Um, we get stuff directly from the manufacturer and then people sell stuff to us as well. So we get, that's how we get older, harder to find stuff like ghost faces if it comes in, you know? Um, so we're putting up some autograph and horror themed things for Crypticon as well for people that can't make it to the show. So then nice. everybody gets a chance to get some. Right. Um, do you guys do any, uh, I'll see a lot of uh, like uh, companies doing private signings and stuff. Do you guys do any, like if you have a guest, if I know you have a guest coming next month, would you guys do like, can I pre-order and do like a mail order autograph or something? Yeah. So um, if you're unable to make it to the event, um, we do take in mail-in orders, or if you're local, you can also drop it off if you can't make it to an event um, and you just drop it off. We have just a small like drop off fee and stuff like that. Um, and then you can just pick it up after the event or we can mail it back to you. Right. Right. That's cool. So um, you said unlockthecon.com. Yep. Unlockthecon.com. And uh, do you guys have any social media presence or anything where people could follow and keep up on all the, the latest shows and events? Yes. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, um, and Twitter. Uh, just unlock the con. Cool, man. It's exciting. Um, I think this is you guys' first time at Crypticon, if I'm not mistaken. It is, yes. It is. This is a fun show. You guys are in for a treat. Yeah, it's going to be lots so of, Lots of very passionate people that like to collect stuff. And and it's mostly uh, more grown-up people that have money, that like to spend money. So that's, <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's good for a businessman. But Yes. Yeah. No, but I know I know a lot of con carries cool shit, and, and I'm excited to see what you guys bring because – I'm one of those grown-ups that wants to spend money on toys. So. Oh yeah, it's gonna be exciting. <laughs> we're like I said, we're we're gonna try to get some some really cool stuff, and hopefully, we will have a couple Ghostface available. But like I said, they're hard to come by. We're trying. Yeah. We're trying because that's that would be the the mega grail right there for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. one last one last thing before we wrap it up here um, about. Roger, I don't know how much info you have, but is he going to be there the whole weekend with you guys? He's going to be there um, all three days. Yes. All three days. And uh, we're also going to have JSA at our booth as well. So um, if you're getting anything signed by anybody there, you can stop by our booth and they'll be able to authenticate it for you as well. That's good. If you get your Perfect. ghost face, if you get your ghost face signed, you better get it authenticated or exactly. Yes. Especially if you pop that valuable. Yeah. Yes. I'm definitely going to be doing so. For sure. <laughs> is he going to be doing, I've seen uh, at, at cons and stuff, he, he, for like a small fee, he'll do like voicemails and stuff for people. 
she could be doing any of it. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that was the initial plan, yes. Awesome, awesome. Right on, cool. Well, Chris, we thank you for popping in. And uh, is there anything yeah. you want to add or any messages you want to throw out here to people listening? No, just I'm excited and excited to see you guys at the show. Awesome. Yeah, we're looking forward to going and looking forward to seeing you guys there. I know you're going to have fun. And for anybody who is listening, if you, you know, whether you're going to Crypticon or not, I highly recommend you guys go out to Auburn and head to the mall, check out Unlock the Con. I've been there a couple of times myself. We've pretty much gone to the mall just to go to your store. So um, I definitely we're like two recommend. hours away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, yes. So. <laughs> We're a dedicated family of pop collectors here. And uh, yeah, so I, I highly recommend anybody out there, if you're a collector, you know, if your kids are into them or whatever, go check it out. There's something there for everybody. And of course, the online sales. A lot of our yes. listeners aren't here, but yeah, they still like to buy stuff. And, and they could always call Chris. They could reach out to Barry. And you guys are usually pretty good at finding shit, too. So yes, yes right on well cool man thank you for for uh chatting with us and of course thank Christmas. you guys for having me yeah thanks for your time man we'll hopefully see you there yes <laughs> hey this is dr gangrene you're watching the steve no you're not you're listening to you're listening to the steve and crypto show right here on whatever network you're on i don't know what you're on don't ask me i can't see what you're doing but keep listening and tune in next week for more cool content on the steve and crypto show all righty we are back that's pretty cool they're gonna have roger jackson at their booth all weekend yeah uh, make sure you guys go see him make sure if you get your ghost face signed you get it freaking authenticated i definitely will and you have to <laughs> well yeah i mean they're gonna have the 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 guy right there at their yep. booth right i mean that's what they chris yeah. was just saying so um and you know again like we have said all three of these people we featured on this episode today or all three of these companies you know they they have merchandise available online right now so again even if you can't make it to crypticon you can still go to unlockthecon.com um you can go to their store if you're somewhat local you know they're in the auburn area um it's a great place i mean i've gone out to that mall basically just to go to that store so um and like we were saying in the beginning they they have some great people coming through for interviews and signings and all that um they just had the voice of tales last weekend i'm i know chris just mentioned that from so, um, sonic just, right yes yes tales from sonic i should elaborate and uh it, from the photos that i saw it looked like it was pretty fun it's like a, a good little turnout yeah absolutely yeah um, all these people are like i said they have uh availability online so you could get their stuff uh if you look through the list of vendors at crypticon the majority of them probably have online sales too so you scroll through and see something that looks cool or look on the the crypticon uh social media pages and they're posting guests and vendors and stuff you might see something that looks cool to you like i said if you can't make it hopefully you're going to be there but i'm sure people aren't traveling from all over the i mean there will be people traveling from all over the country but i'm sure not most of the people there are going to be northwest people yeah because at this point it's pretty cool that uh, there's horror cons popping up like all over the country which is awesome seeing our, our genre blowing up like this and lots of great guests visiting everywhere and um it's good for fans 
and like I said, good for the whole genre. Yeah, so track these people down. Go support them. They're all, you know, small businesses, working artists, creators, writers, whatnot. It's it's struggle because most of us people creating stuff aren't really paying our bills with it. Yeah. We all have day jobs. <laughs> we all We're have working jobs. on it. We're all trying to get to that point, aren't we? Eh, maybe, but I'm just enjoying doing this and meeting people and but like i said uh, artists who's paying money to do a booth at a convention they pay quite a bit of money so support them yeah know, make it worth their while it motivates them to create more and and it motivates them to want to come back next year and who doesn't want cool art on their walls and collectibles and who don't like to read a good spooky book or watch a fucked up indie horror movie or good or bad you know what i mean maybe if you have lame taste. <laughs> yeah but honestly if they're listening to us uh us i can't even talk right <laughs> like i turn on my mike tyson impression if you're listening to us um but uh yeah if you're listening to us you got good fucking taste and that's that um what i say trivia we have trivia yeah let's get to it um let's go with uh who is the actual father in the movie rosemary's baby remember that crazy movie they just did a really good episode of uh cursed films on uh shutter about that oh yeah yeah a lot of weird crazy connections so like they try to connect it to like the manson family and stuff it was nutty have you watched any of those the curse films series i I, i've been meaning to you know i i have so many things that i i plan to get to and yeah they did a wizard of oz which was like a fucked up a lot really? of fucked up shit happened on there like they think like one of the munchkins like hung himself in the background and oh shit like the I think it was like the Tin Man, like the makeup they were using was like poisoning him and he was getting really sick and fucked up and all kinds Whoa. of crazy stuff. Uh, is there uh is there one? I mean it's kind of an obvious one everybody knows about. They know some bad shit went down, but is there one about the crow? Uh, was there in the first season? There might have been. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I'd like to learn up. a little bit more about that background with that film. So yeah. um I will look that up. Yeah, I'll check it out later. Look it up. Um but yeah, that's the trivia question. Who is the actual father in the movie Rosemary's Baby? So if you know the answer, message one of us. Um, we'll send you some stickers and put you on a list. Once we compile a list of more than two people, we'll uh, do a drawing and give away a good prize. Uh, so do it. Message one of us on social media or send a message to the Facebook group. If you're going to be at Crypticon and you see us, say, hey, motherfucker, I know the answer. That's right. We'll us, give you a sticker. Tell us the answer and we'll give you sticker and you'll probably get a high five as we see you in person and uh just say hi that's just yeah. say hi and we'll give you stuff and, yep <laughs> but uh yeah man uh crypticon go to crypticonseattle.com get info get tickets and uh get your ass to the con if you're in the area that's right yep yep and hey if you don't mind missing friday night if you're gonna be heading to crypticon but you want to maybe venture out before your saturday sunday crypticon experience you can go about two hours north and come to hadlock and check out a hell of a hip-hop show i know i mentioned earlier but i mentioned it one last time this friday may 20th ubiquitous success crew crazy otter poor hadlock washington tickets in advance 20 bucks 25 day of the show 35 for vip experience comes with an exclusive poster um i think that covers everything it is a 21 and up event of course and if you get a ticket from me you get a free steven crypto sticker and a high five and a crisp high five crisp um yeah do that 
if you're in the area, check out the show. Go to Crypticon. Uh, keep on listening to the Stephen Crypto show. Uh, next week, we'll probably talk about Crypticon. And we got a ton of guests in the works that we're going to be chatting with. That's right. Like, literally in the next week or two. Like big, big guests that we're super excited about. And actually, yeah. I'm actually uh, a little nervous about talking to one of them because he is a. Uh, He's a kind of a legend in his field, and he he's been he's a, he was a journalist for a long time, and he interviewed fucking who's who. You know, he's interviewed everybody. Yeah, my dad actually had to kind of educate me on some things that this person has done. Yeah, you know, even he's hip to what he does. He's a writer. He's a, yeah, he's done a lot of cool shit. So mm-hmm. once I got it recorded, we'll announce. Who I kind of threw a hint up on Instagram the other day, though. So if you're following me on Instagram, there's a pretty good hint on there. Yeah, we we might throw a couple hints around later. There's well, you've already thrown one hint up, but another one might be for somebody who we've actually mentioned earlier. But um, that's that's all I can say. Right, right, right. I caught you. Yeah. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't even know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Do the trivia. Head to Patreon. Head to buy me a coffee. Follow us on social media, share us on social media, yep. jump in on our Facebook group and all this stuff and uh, keep showing us some love because we got plenty to send back. And I think uh, that's going to about do it for this episode. We will talk to you guys at Crypticon. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Just a few days away. If you see us wearing some Steve and Crypto merch, come say hi. We'll be you the only have, ones. You have we'll some. be the only ones wearing. We'll be the only ones wearing Steven Crypto merch there. So you never know who's <laughs> gonna show up. You never know who's gonna show up. We got a couple locals that know got some merch. So maybe they'll maybe that up. maybe that crackhead that I threw the hat to, maybe he'll show up. I hope not. <laughs> but if he does, cool. I'm glad he supported yeah. the convention. Right, right. So exactly. he gets kicked out. And then yeah. <laughs> we see him dragging him out and just snatched a hat off his Let me take that hat off you real quick. Yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> All right, guys. We've been the Stephen Crypto Show. Thanks for listening. All right, we'll catch you on seventy nine. Peace.